Hi guys, and welcome back to All Read What She's Reading. I'm Michaela. I'm Reggie. And I'm Kennedy. And today we're dis- discussing all things Serpent and the Wings of the Night. Ooh. So we're going to be discussing the first book, the novella, Six Scorched Roses, and the second book. So if you not have not finished the entire, I know there's going to be more books, but if you've not finished those three books, I would come back after you have. Yes. So yeah. isn't it called... The duology, isn't it called the the crown, crown of, of Nyaxia? Nyaxia, however you say the goddess's name, right? Yeah. In the back of the book, it says there's going to be three more books. Yeah. I think they're with in the same world. That, no, with the same with, people? With the same people. What? Yes. I read the back of the book and she said it's coming spring, summer 2024 for the the night of the Nyaxia, however you say it. Oh, oh okay. See, I know. I read slaying the vampire conqueror which is set in the same world it's just the house of blood yeah and that one says it's only but it doesn't have the same one. characters yeah it's that's the only book from that oh. series it's only a one so we're getting more yeah interesting i mean it makes sense because it ends yeah telling you that there's gonna be more to come yeah there's two things i just don't know why i didn't like catch that from carissa's instagram which I got to go look at now. So, <laughs> well, regardless, we're talking about Serpent in the Wings of Night, Six Scorch Roses, and Ashes in the Star Cursed King today. And I'm very excited about it. I am I'm too. just so glad you both have finally read it so we can really talk about it because Michaela just barely finished Ashes in the Star Cursed King this morning. <laughs> I did. So, <laughs> can I give my little precursor to maybe some people who are still tuning in that maybe haven't read it? Can I give you my word of advice? And you guys can, we can discuss this if we want. I personally think you should read Six six Scorched Roses after The Ashes and the Starker's King. I think you should read it first. Like in the middle? Like just not in between them? No, before all of them. Hmm. Okay, okay. Um, I just personally, I personally did not enjoy reading it in between the two for a multitude of reasons number one i felt like it kind of cut the momentum from the first book to the second book and if you haven't read these books now's your time to leave sorry here comes a spoiler i also feel like i wanted more veil mm-hmm. i was so disappointed that i didn't get her his perspective in the second book and I also think that had you not had that insight about Vale, you maybe would have thought that he was the one that was betraying Rain. Mm. You wouldn't have known that Vale was this really emotional. Well, he was in love with Lilith because in the second book, Rain thinks that Vale isn't truly in love with Lilith. And he thinks that he's the one who betrayed him. But in you, you as the reader knew that wasn't true. Yeah. I feel like sometimes it's fun knowing things that the characters don't know. Yeah. But I am personally just not a fan of reading things like after they've already happened, if that makes sense. Because if you read it, would have read it at the end, you would have been like, oh, they already end up together. Like she dies, becomes a vampire, and they go. Good point. So I just, I don't know. It's tricky. I really loved the novella. I just feel like it made it lose the steam for the second book for sure i don't know if there's a better way to go about it and maybe reading it in the middle is the only way the only way to go about it 
but it kind of sucks, you know, when you kind of lose your momentum from the first book to have to read novella where it kind of takes you into a completely different time, not different time, a different place and Mm -hmm. different characters. Mm -hmm. And I kind of feel like she didn't even really use Vale and Lilith that much in the second book. Like they were in there, but they were there for out of the huge book, they were there for maybe 10%. Like they weren't really that involved. Well, I, I saw someone comment on TikTok, like, that they hope to see more of Vale and Lil's perspective in the next books. I would love that. So too. Because there were a lot of times in the second book where I was like, where is Lilith? Yeah. She had like two lines in yeah, the whole I was thing. Like, where did she go? Like plus they show up and they're like married mm-hmm. in the second book. Mm-hmm. I wanna know the kind of like the little marriage part because we didn't really get we you never get the marriage. You never get the marriage. You never get the marriage. <laughs> Except hey. for when they hate each other. You and did get, get rain and yeah, but they Araya. hated each other. Yeah. They didn't want to be married. Yeah. I want to see. See, I've read books where it's like a forced marriage trope, mm-hmm. and they obviously don't like each other. Mm-hmm. And but you never get to see like the actual happy people who want to be married. Most, for, most forced marriage tropes, they always end up loving each other at the end, most of the time. And I'm like, you never get the people who actually, like, are super excited. Like, they love each mm-hmm. other and want to get married. And it's like, we were married two weeks later, and it was a beautiful day. And that's it. That's all we got. Yep. <laughs> yeah, give us more, please. We want the marriages. Just give us give us a little novella of some marriages, please. I guess I, I got into it, and I was like, oh, did I miss that in the novella? Like, am I dumb and missed that they were married? But, um, no, it just, like, happened. Mm-hmm. I assumed it happened on the boat while they were... Yeah. I, I don't know if they came on a boat, but I pictured them coming on a boat. While she was on her yeah. sick bed. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways. Sorry, that was a tangent. That was no, a tangent. No, I think it's a, it's a good thing to start off with because some people... M- I know I've been confused on like, wait, do I start with this? Do I start with... Yeah. But on Chris's website, she does say that you're supposed to read it in between the two. Yeah. So maybe they're... I don't mind reading it in between i just the second book was so hard for me to get into mm-hmm. i it took me 200 pages of however long the book was for me to actually finally be like into the story and i vividly remember updating my goodreads at the point where she finally forgives rain and it was 53 percent of the book mm-hmm. and i'm like i get it you're mad at him he killed your father I kept trying to picture myself like what I would do in her shoes, whatever. But it just felt like she was so insufferable. The first 40% of the book that I just kind of was like, okay, like I know you're going to get back together. Just like, let's, let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Mm-hmm. But Yeah. It, it took a little too long. Mm-hmm. And then I remember the beginning feeling slow too. Here's my other problem. I'm like the beginning of the second book felt so slow. And then the ending battle, to me, felt so rushed. Oh, it was... It was like, boom, it's over. Yes. I feel like she should have... I feel like Six and the Scorched Roses was, like, the most perfect length Mm -hmm. for any... So I feel like she kind of just... I feel... it To me, the second book felt a little repetitive with things. Mm -hmm. Um, Meaning they would go into battle and lose and then... Oh, you gotta like get our 
our troops back together and let's go back into battle and then they would lose and then they do the same thing over and over like three times and I'm like okay obviously at towards the end of the book you guys are gonna like win it's obvious <laughs> it just felt a little repetitive and I feel like things could have just been a little cut out mm-hmm. and it still would have been good yeah. yeah I have I honestly with it's it's been a hot sec since I read the second book I mean it hasn't been too long but I can't even remember a lot of what happened the first 40% of the second book. Because everything I remember and loved was the last 25%. Yeah. There's yeah. lots of political things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just like them, her talking about how much she hates rain and her trying to overcome. Which I will say by the end of the book, I really appreciated how she was kind of Araya, Araya, Araya. Hooray. Shall we listen to? Yeah, Carissa actually, because I I would like pronounce to, all the names. I would like to say her name right because I say Araya. All of the names are so hard for me to pronounce. Okay. So, for example, death called the Kajari. Kajari. Our main character is Araya. Araya. And her partner slash enemy slash knife to throat partner is Rain. So rain. Rain. Okay, now this one, I was listening to this with Michaela when we were shooting a wedding together. This one threw me for a loop. For some reason, Rain's best friend, the girl, I thought it was Mish. So How did, did you guys pronounce her name? Same. I, well, I listened to this before oh, I started okay. the books. Yeah, so in my mind, it was Mish. But she pronounces it this way. Stuff that falls from the sky. And he has a good friend whose name is Misha. 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 Would have never gotten that. But I know some of you are going to be listening going, you're so dumb that you didn't know that. It's kind of hard to know in books. I have the hardest time pronouncing things. So Misha. And then Vincent is the same. I mean, there's like all the different names of like the side characters and everything. There we go. There we go. Okay. Araya. Araya. Um. I <laughs> okay sorry <laughs> I I appreciated that by the end of the book Aurea was kind of like I am not gonna be this little thing that they think they can step on I'm gonna be this powerful badass woman that these vampires are afraid of and she was that by the end of the book and I loved that and I know she had to have all of the those feelings about her dad in order to get there but it just felt a little long yeah it just dragged a little too long yeah mm-hmm. yeah i i agree with what you yeah. said it, yeah. it made the ending of the book a lot more emotional for mm-hmm. me as a reader for so. sure for sure um should we talk about our overall rating mm-hmm. of the three books actually you want to let's give our rating for each book okay. shall we do that yeah let's do that okay so my rating of the serpent and the wings of night was five stars same four okay my rating for six scorch roses was five 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 and my rating for ashes and the star curse king i believe was four stars same four there you go do we want to expand on any of that i mean i will say i read i hadn't read a ton of other fantasy books so like at the beginning of this year so it's what september Mm mm-hmm my very first fa- adult fantasy novel was Akatar, and I started that in January of this year. And then it was like, I read Throne of Glass. And then 
Okay. I think, I think if it's not my second, it's my third or something like that. Fantasy author that I'm reading as an, as an adult right now. And I just remember kind of feeling like the high from reading SJM and worried that I was going to be let down by starting this new world and journey, especially with it being vampires and it's mm-hmm. not fey men. I was just like, <laughs> I was a little nervous, but I loved the first book because I didn't feel like the start of it was all of this world building. The second book kind of felt just like so much politics for so long, like we just talked about and it dragged, but I didn't feel that way at all. I was worried I was going to be like waiting 150 pages before I got into the book but I was thoroughly entertained the entire time and by the end of it like I just was like getting whiplash and I loved it so it was a five star for me I also feel like the novella was like my I haven't read a lot of novellas but I thought that was just the most perfect novella I've ever read Mm -hmm. I agree it was like the perfect pace I loved the characters. I thought the plot was really interesting. I I loved it. So I enjoyed the novel. I would have rated Ashes and Starker's King five stars if the beginning wasn't so freaking slow. Well, it was just, it's interesting to compare the two novels, not the novella, how fast paced the first one felt. And Mm -hmm. it was just all this action. They're in the Kajari. They're in the Kajari. And you just get right into it. There wasn't yeah. really a lot of yeah world building and whatnot. And people are dying. And it's this brutal world. And then you get to the second book. And you're just kind of like, okay, nothing's really going on. So I just think it was hard to go from this really fast-paced novel to something that was a little bit slower. And we were, we'd come to know this world as like this dark, brutal, everybody's dying. And not that it wasn't dark and brutal still, but I just think... There wasn't as much going on. Yeah. I feel like the most, like, it started getting interesting when they went to that city of Vincent's, like, mm-hmm. cousin. Was that, that's when things kind of started getting interesting for me. Yeah. Um, but oh, where Vincent was born? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And lived. they were all supposed to be dead, but there's a relative that's still oh, can we talk about sister? how weird that was oh so weird oh see i had a heart there was a lot of things in these books that i was just kind of like oh it was so gory but the worst was all of the little children vampires mm. in her oh, house oh yeah oh i hated i hated reading that i was trying to skim because i just it was grossing me out she the, turned all these yeah. children yeah yeah that was just a weird i mean it made it more entertaining for sure but it was just a weird i just look back and i think about what i all read (laughs) during that and yeah i was just i feel like the entire time my jaw was just like what am i reading right now yeah it was just a it was very interesting for sure I don't know how I feel about it, but I mean, that's like the place where <laughs> I texted Reggie and Kennedy about um, when Rain just like pushed her off the ledge. <laughs> like, see ya. I was like, he just pushed her. <laughs> she has wings. She has wings. But I will say the thing I loved most about Rain was that never once did he doubt her throughout no, anything, like in the Kajari, 
no matter what, he was literally her biggest cheerleader. And I think the reason why I was so frustrated was because there was no ounce of me that thought Rain was truly evil. There was no, no. ounce of me that was like, he did what he had to do. Like he loved her and he would do anything for her. And I think that's why I was so frustrated with Araya was because I knew deep down he wasn't trying to be malicious towards yeah. her. I guess I was, I was, you guys that haven't read a book where you've been betrayed. So I was, I was questioning it a little bit, but then it started out. I think the second chapter was Rain's perspective and I was like, okay, he's, he's fine. He's Mm -hmm. good. But I've been betrayed. Oh, I thought we were getting betrayed a little bit because that's why I felt like I was getting whiplash at the end of the book. Mm. The first one, I was like, wait, now this, now that. And I almost thought that the next book was going to be this, her battling him and maybe finding love elsewhere. I don't know, but yeah well i feel like there were some like um i forget the word where the author kind of gave us a little um little hints like foreshadowing mm-hmm. that he was like something important oh yeah for sure and so i was like i kind of was like oh that's what all of these like little hints mean um when he did like come alive become the heir of the marked heir the marked heir mm-hmm. i was like oh this all makes sense because <laughs> vincent warned her there was the other creepy guy I forget his name the bloodborne bloodborne blood mark no the other vampire the guy from the that other place. smokes yeah the smokes a lot yeah. i can't remember to hate him but he was, yeah, there's just like a few small hints. I was like, something has to be bigger with Rain. But did you guys see the fact that Araya was the marked heir? No. I was flabbergasted when Vincent dies and all of a sudden she's the marked heir. And I'm like, okay, here's my question for you. Because this is why I was having such a hard time when you guys were reading this. I could not remember at what point during these books you find out that, is it when she, he dies? When Vincent that dies. She is his daughter daughter. Yeah, when he dies. Mm-hmm. When, okay. Because it had to be like in the bloodline. Okay, well, yeah, that's what I thought. But I was like, I can't remember from what you guys were telling me from when you read it. I couldn't tell, but I didn't want to be like, well, yeah, like, it's his blood daughter. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was trying to remember. I was like, does it not say anything about that until, or you're like questioning it? Anyways. Well, I, I kind of question it when she, they both have silver eyes. Mmm okay he like she has his eyes so i was like i didn't really think too hard about it until (laughs) the end but i was wondering i was like there's got to be a reason he didn't kill her but my mind didn't automatically i almost felt like it maybe felt too obvious to be like Mm. oh it's his real daughter i was convinced that Araya was actually the like she had something to do with the hijaj clan i thought so too because i thought that he just kidnapped her from her family killed her family because she had something to do with being the opposing Mm -hmm. nightborn clan's heir or something so i did not see the fact that he was actually her probably blood daughter i thought that was it too yeah interesting I didn't think that. So the whole first book, I'm texting Reggie being like, because Michaela hadn't been reading it at this point. And I'm like, 
Vincent is evil. Vincent is the worst. I hate him. He's going to be, he's going to turn out to be so evil. I still think he is a little. Well, so. let me tell you yeah. what I think about Vincent. <laughs> I'm in love with that man. That's so interesting to me. It was just, and it wasn't like, there was, it, it's just like something, it's just like, he's the bad boy that I just kind of, I'm like, mm, I have a crush on you. I, here's the thing. I had a feeling from the beginning that he genuinely did love her. That's why I was like kind of trying to, I wasn't trying to think about it too hard, but I was like, eh, because you hear how brutal he is to these people around and how e- easy it is for him to just like kill somebody. And I'm like, if it's just that easy for him, why is he keeping this girl around? If he genuinely hated her, why is he helping her train to do this and this and this? I, I don't know. Um, but I, um, I don't know. I found a lot of people when I went and looked at the reviews after I read the book that felt the same as me, that there's just something about Vincent that was just like, Ooh, bad boy handsome bad boy energy that we love so i love me some some daddy vincent i really wish i could but say that i feel he's like terrible he was a t- still terrible he did like some of the things he did i was like oh my gosh that's terrible but i was like i'll, I'll love you anyways <laughs> i think he loved her but not a way a parent should actually love oh because he held her back so much mm-hmm if you think about it, he taught her entire life that she was like this little thing and that she needed to always be afraid and always be, and that's not the case at all because she was actually very powerful. And so I feel like I just always had a, like a weird feeling that I was like, he, he loved her, but not enough to, you know, like, I don't know. I just relate to my own parents where my parents would never say things like that to me. And maybe it's because deep down he was threatened by her because of how powerful she potentially could have been. Yeah. And overthrown him as the king. And I also think that he knew because of how powerful he was. I think it was in his mind, his way of trying to protect her from herself. But you know that that never really works out. Yeah. So. I don't know. I guess I just didn't feel any connection to Vincent. I didn't really either. Like, it was, I don't know, it was weird. I don't, I guess I just, like, r- rain through and through. Like, Vincent is not even, like, on my radar. Honestly, this sounds horrible, but, like, I wasn't that sad when he died. No, I wasn't sad either. I was devastated. <laughs> I did not cry when he died, but when Rain died, I was sobbing. Also, you know, this book wouldn't have been a thing had she just wished one simple thing. Why did she have to wish that he won? Why couldn't she just wish him back to life? Hmm. Yeah, I was wondering the same thing. I'm like, you, you, know? you just, you just got to change the way you phrase that. And then your dad I would still be alive. I wonder if it was because she wanted him to be able to use, but she didn't know what his wish would be. If he were to, does that make sense? Yeah. But because yeah, my she head, was totally blindsided in my head. I as soon as she won I'm like oh she's just gonna wish him back to life yeah that's what I thought and then she's like I wish rain would have won and I'm like well I think at that point she was also questioning that bond that she was going to be doing with Vincent Mm -hmm. and in order for her to do that bond she had to win and so I think 
in the forefront of her mind. I don't think she was ready to. I forget what it's called. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Um, and so I think that's why she phrased it him winning because I think because Rain was slowly putting in her mind like that's not a good idea. Well, if she would have wished him back to life, that would have been her wish, and she couldn't have had the bond with Vincent anyway. Well, no, her winning gives her powers. Not just also she just got too. I thought she got whatever wish she wanted from Nyaxia. She got one one wish from Nyaxia. Hmm. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, I thought you got some type of power. But I could be completely wrong. I can't remember. Maybe you do. I don't know. Yeah, there was a few things, especially when Rain died. I was like, why don't you just phrase it just make him alive? But then the whole second book wouldn't have happened, and then you know, you she had to also, write it that way. Also, let's the fact that he literally like killed himself. Like he forced her to kill him. Yeah. Like what a what a man. Wait, are you guys talking about Rain dying in the first book or yeah. the yeah. second book? First. Okay. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Which time? Which time? Which time? Which actually, let's talk about that. I was a wreck when he was going to die the second time. I I thought he was actually going to die. I uh things just felt a little too predictable for me. Okay. From like other books. Yeah. So oh. I knew he was gonna live. I did. So what were your guys' favorite? Could you do favorites or least faves first? Let's do favorites, but I don't want to go first. Hmm. Okay, I'll start with one. <laughs> oh, I know what you're gonna say. Well, I have a few things I could say. Um, I genuinely just loved the whole ending of the first book with the final trial. Is that what you call it? Yeah. The yeah. trial, the final, yeah. the final one. Um, I just thought it was so fun to read. Like I literally was reading it like, like, I've, yeah, you think I was at a tennis match. My head was just like <laughs> all over the place. I loved it. Cause I had no idea what was going to happen and there were just so many bombs dropped that it was just like, I remember like sitting on my couch and then I'd sit, I'd be like, <gasps> and then I'd be like, <laughs> like I was get, my husband kept being like, what is going on? Um, I really enjoyed the journey of reading that last part. And then the feeling I got when I like closed the book and I was like, Oh, this is going to be really interesting. It just really was disappointing to start the second book and feel like, ugh yeah Mm -hmm. but that's one of the reasons that that book to me was like a five star because the overall experience at the end of that book was so fun for me Mm -hmm. yeah i like so i mean i have more faves i can share but you guys can take a turn uh i really just liked the the banter it was just really fun i love like the only thing i didn't like he always said there she is there she is there she is overdone. overdone and then how you say x's tits <laughs> x's tits yes yeah i was like can we say something different <laughs> i um yeah it was just there was just a few words that were just like overdone but besides that i love the banter i loved like them just being like arrogant a-holes to each other and mm-hmm. just like giving i don't know it was just really good also, or should I say, I, my favorite part 
was when they were about she was about to go into the tunnel to get the god's blood um and he was about to go to like and he said like i love you and like Mm -hmm. i just like i just wanted to say that to you before we left and i was like (laughs) she doesn't take back to him does she i don't think she does i don't think she did at that point and i was like i was like please please let them get back together so but i was like i know it's gonna happen but yeah that was probably my like my all-time favorite part like i i like stopped and it was i remember this exactly it's at it's at the bottom of a page (laughs) and i i literally like read it and i was like and then i reread like that paragraph and i was like (laughs) i yeah i would say that's probably like my favorite part because i feel like i can just remember where it is on the page Mm -hmm. how i felt after reading i was like oh my gosh he said it because you know they they've been thinking it for a long time so long and it's just never been vocalized and so i was like it happened Mm -hmm. you know so i think well i have two kind of favorite parts one for each book um one of the parts that's obviously i loved the trials loved the banter but just to say something different I don't know why I'm a sucker for this, but like mind to mind communication just really makes me so happy. And there's the one trial where they communicate with their minds. Oh. I just really love that. I just think it's such a fun little touch. And it's just to be able to see like how well they fought together and how they, it just was really cool to me. Um, in the second book, I know Reggie really liked this part. <clears throat> if you listen to last week's episode, she compared it to chapter 54 of Akamov. I don't agree I with think it. It's the exact same, but like it just evokes a similar. I don't know, really know how to explain it without having you. Yeah. Um, it's the part where. I don't know where they're at. They're at his apartment. And he's she's healing his wings, and he basically just like tells her everything he knows about her mom, mm. and that was just like a really sweet moment um i teared up cried a little it was just really sweet and i loved it and there's something about like enemies to lovers when like they get hurt and then the other one like is healing them and it's just like this moment where they come together and she's like that song you yes the song that song would have been perfect for that moment yes and she heals him and then they like bond it's just you know it's a it's a good a healing trope each other's blood Oh yeah, <laughs> I I literally was sobbing during that part. That's the st- the chapter I've talked about in the past. I don't know if I was talking about that specific chapter. Like I said, what book? Where I was driving in the car with my husband, and I was in the passenger seat, and I was like, was <laughs> 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 like okay. Um, I just, I mean, I'm I feel really tight with my parents. I'm not saying I have like the most incredible relationship with my parents in the entire world, but. There's just like, I just am a sucker for anything that has to deal with family and books because you get a lot of romance in books, you know, mm-hmm. guy loves girl, girl loves guy, whatever. But when there's like a sibling involved, a parent involved, there's just something that just really like pulls at my heartstrings. And so, yeah, him showing everything about her, her mommy's like, I've been working on this. I've been, it just showed how much he really loved her. And she's had so many, had so many questions for so long about her mom and her life and all of those things that I was just like 
to have all of that I just thought it was yeah it was so sweet and I also just really love the sorry were you done talking mm-hmm. about that just the end when she's at she's in the tunnel thing the I don't know how to explain the it's place. a ruin right yeah yeah the, the ruin thing and she's like kind of seeing the past and Vincent's there like guiding her through it I was like like she just needed that closure with him mm-hmm. and I think as a reader I needed that closure as well <laughs> and so oh I loved it so much so I can see myself rereading these books again just one day one so, day mm-hmm. I also really liked um this is a shout out when she got her wings and he's like massaging her back yeah oh. <laughs> yeah I was I was like where are my wings (laughs) (laughs) oh it's just really funny that um I feel like Faye at least most people write their wings being super sensitive and same at least Krissa decided to write vampires to also be have like their wings being sensitive and being like you know the nerve endings on their wings and so I was like props to you guys because mm-hmm. we don't have those mm-hmm. <laughs> i can appreciate it yeah so is that all your guys's babes for the most part i mean for six scorch roses genuinely i just liked the whole the whole book for the most part yeah but i do remember vividly remembering when lilith is being cornered she gets cornered in the forest by all those men mm. who want to like you know do nasty things to her mm-hmm. and all of a sudden Bale comes and just like saves her and i just remember reading this part and i'm like Bale's gonna come and save her i just know it i yeah. just know it and then all of a sudden there was a certain line where i don't remember what happens and he comes and saves her and i was just like yeah it oh, reminded me of beauty and the beast a little bit yeah uh-huh. like yeah yeah for sure well obviously the roses uh-huh the grumpy guy in the mansion the small mansion. town girl you know making loves her way to, to read loves books yeah and doesn't love them you know what I'm trying to say <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that that was a good part and i just love that lilith's whole her whole thing was that she wanted to save everybody in her mm-hmm. in her city and i just think it was well it was so good. i think my favorite part in that book was when vale asked her do you want to live? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, you do. You do. You do. You want to be with him. And it's so funny to me because he was all the men, not as much rain, but like, I, f- I feel like Vale was presented as this ruthless, vicious, and that's person. And that's kind of what you get at the first mm-hmm. from him. And then at the end, he was all about like, do you want this? Is this what you want? And he was just so sweet and tender to her. So it was kind of cool to see him go from well, one I, end of the spectrum. To I the knew other. he was going to be a big teddy bear from when, from the moment he let her take his blood. I was like, mm-hmm. really? Softy. You softie. <laughs> see, let's ask. Okay. You have to rank Vincent rain veil. Rain Vale rank Vincent. Same. Same. For some reason, I thought maybe you'd put Vincent before. I mean, I know not like a love interest. There, it wasn't that I was like in love with him and I was like, I'd smash him like over the other. It was just like, there. I just felt this weird connection to Vincent, and I just, I was. It was just like, ooh, Daddy Vincent. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know why he was making me feel a little hot and bothered, but I was, I was into it, so yeah, I love that for you. You were into it. it. Love it. I feel like we've kind of already discussed um, Lee's faves. faves, but is there anything you guys want to mention? The whole first 40% of the second book. I still stand by that. Honestly, I'm just confused by everything that happened. Also... This isn't like a least fave part, but like from my senses, it was a least fave part when they're freaking going through the tunnels with all the poop. Ooh. All I could smell was poop. Just poop, 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 poop. I I'm literally. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then when they, when they get everybody and they escape and they have to go back through the poop well, and, and then they, they finally get the, a bath. Oh, I was like that bath probably the felt bath, so good. And they're good. all like wanting to do stuff. And I'm like, okay, well. You should probably just like really, really get clean. <laughs> but get, like that bath probably felt so good, amazing. Oh. Honestly, I, I want to take a shower after I, I read it. Picturing it in my brain, like, just sounds like the most. It just in my the way I pictured it, I'm like, this looks like the most. The way she place. described it, yeah, because it was like glowy, mm-hmm. like. I don't, but the poop, also the way she described that, she's like so <laughs> thick. <laughs> no, yeah, the poop. I can't. Mm-mm. Um, you know, I like to think I could go into these fantasy worlds and survive. I draw the line at poop. Like, swimming through poop, okay? I can't. This was probably... Trigger warning for this episode. Poop. <laughs> I feel like it was one of the most gory Ooh, books yeah, for I've sure. read. Well, like, it talks about, like, having all the people's heads on the spears and, like, yeah, I couldn't. It, well, it's just... Blood is just a, such a it's not a taboo conversation mm-hmm. and like it's so natural in that world blood constant blood where's human blood my blood is black yours is red mine's a mix of black and red <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so it, it was very gory i sometimes just had to like kind of block my brain mm-hmm. from creating this movie mm-hmm. i feel like they would have a really hard time making this into a movie it would for sure be like R or HBO would have to yeah, yeah or you pick just it up. have to really like not show a lot of things. Yeah. But I do I do think that the fact that it was so gory made the world just feel so that much more harsh. And mm-hmm. I think that she probably wanted that yeah. for it to feel just really brutal, which not that I enjoyed the gore, but it was cool not cool, but it was interesting just to feel because you think about like Perinthian. And it kind of just feels like, like, I know it's brutal, but you just kind of feel like it's There's still like a fairies and magic. Yeah. And then you go to this world and it's like, I just picture, obviously they're always in the dark. Like it's always dark. It's bloody. It's lit by night fire. And it just felt so much more like heavy. Yeah. I feel like I need to address this with you guys. I had such a hard time imagining all of these scenes in the dark yeah i had a hard time like i had to be i'm glad she constantly reminded us that like the the sun is rising i'm like oh my gosh this all just i don't that would that would be a hard life to live with like what if you were to watch a movie of it 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 would would just be be still yeah which speaking movies anyways let's get into fan cast shall we can i just be honest with you guys for two seconds i don't have one for rain i don't either i or no wait no, I kind of have one for Rain. I, don't I have one had, for Vincent. 
I just had a really, really hard time picturing him. And I know that his hair is dark, dark, dark red, almost black. Mm -hmm. But I, it, it, he was just so hard for me to picture. And then I would see fan art and I feel like the fan art, well, number one, there's not a lot of fan art. So mm -hmm. all of you people who can draw and paint and whatever, please make some fan art. Um, <laughs> all the fan art was so vastly different. I just had a really hard time picturing him and i just feel like any guy that i saw that was like oh he could work just wasn't exactly what i wanted so yeah I don't and have one, one thing him. that was disappointing to me was i went to carissa's love you carissa her uh page and she has this artist she works with a lot i guess or just loves so she will repost their fan art that this girl posts and her rain fan art she was like raving over she's like this is perfect it's so good and I thought it was the worst fan art I have Rain I had ever seen. Yeah. He looks too happy and like I just did not I just did not love it. Not my fave, but I mean I love the one I posted to our story today to get people's responses. Um this one. Yeah, that's a good I, one. I, I do love that. Um I had a hard time thinking of someone, but you know, I'll tell you who I picked. And I've said his name before, <laughs> but I, he popped up as like I was Googling like something. I don't know. And his face popped up and I was like, wait, I, it's hard to picture him with like the dark hair, but his character, just picturing him say, there she is in the, ooh, Dakari Montgomery. He's on Stranger Things. Stranger Things that plays. Oh Billy. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, For some reason, I just feel like he's short short too short yeah like i picture rain being like oh yeah he's got to be six tall. that, that six, one was a stretch for me i, I could see really him. it was either it that was or henry angry. cavill and how many times have we heard that so i mean but, henry cavill would he be perfect probably henry cavill could be any fantasy man let's just be he honest really yeah does. he's just the epitome of big beefy gruffly mm. rugged man yes we love him do you have one michaela yeah Stephen r mcqueen He's from Vampire Diaries. He looks young in this, but I know he's older. Okay. He's. I feel like he's gone underground since Vampire Diaries, but I feel like if you just slap a red wig on him. That's Elena's brother, right? Yeah. Okay. He gets freaking jacked in the show, and I know he's tall. So I'm like, I don't know. I feel like he could be good. I don't know. It's just hard to... He's just... Rain's a hard character to assigned to an actor and also i just feel like i All okay right. we've got vincent or i Araya. Oh, Araya. i picked daisy ridley oh from star wars oh hold on because you were saying kennedy like i'm trying to think, picture someone with like oh a she plays face. okay I like she kind of i don't know i, I can could see, see it. her just from her performance in star wars I can see her be a very good array. I, I almost was trying. I was trying to find someone with like darker f hair and maybe I don't know, darker no, eyes. Like but as far as like someone acting the part really well, I feel like she would be fantastic. She would be good. Um, I chose. Her name is Marie Aver. Oh my gosh, Aver. Av girl Palouse. <laughs> Do you have a picture? She's Octavia Blake on the 100. Oh yeah, I did go with her. Oh, she's just. She like, would be good. Yeah. 
um and her character in the 100 is kind of like just this like bad a mm-hmm. she's really angsty so i think she could do a good job mine's dove cameron she's an option for sure i think she could just nail yeah. it okay yeah yeah she would be good um i feel like she just got that little bit of like a pretty face but i feel like she could just be a little viper yeah 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 i like <laughs> a that yeah. a little serpent a little serpent i like that that's cute um, okay. and i know she's shorter so i think it could be i don't know i think it could be good looks wise yeah i don't know acting wise i feel like it'd be a tough role mm-hmm. okay all right vincent i'm basic i'm sorry henry cavill moving on i love that one though i know i really couldn't think of anyone this is my problem while i was reading this book because it was about vampires and the last vampire book i had read (laughs) was twilight everyone was twilight characters to me so like vincent was carlisle and misha was misha was alice and like everyone was yeah so I, i mean at first when i was like trying to create my fan cast i was like ooh maybe we put robert pattinson as vincent <laughs> and then i was just like i just can't he does not we do not need to put that man through another <laughs> vampire movie so anyways i don't really have one for vincent i picked joseph morgan he is um Oh, I cannot think of his name from Vampire Diaries. Oh, he's oh Klaus. Klaus. See, I he would be a good veil. Vampire Diaries. Oh, he would. He would be a good veil too. Oh, Vampire Diaries. Don't get me started on my veil pick. My veil pick. I actually really love him. So I stole Wait, Reggie's veil your, pick. Who's your veil pick? It's Ben Barnes. He, um, I he's like in Shadow and Bones. Oh, I know. Okay, I could see him being. Yeah. Ooh, I could see him being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Veil. I think he would be just a good veil. Ooh, I like him. Yeah. My veil, and it, I don't know what it was. The second, I, don't, I wish I had the physical book. The second he was introduced, I don't know what it was the way it described him. I was like, oh, it's Tom Hiddleston. I like that. I don't know why. Yeah. But he was Tom Hiddleston to me, so. Yeah, I like that. I yeah. like both of your veils. My, I had Tom Hiddleston. But I do, I do really like Klaus. Yeah, I like Yeah, that. I like thing. Klaus. I like that one for. I like that okay for vincent for lilith i did i did emma stone me too shut up yeah i think she'd be good okay now misha misha Misha. i picked um the girl that was on riverdale uh vanessa morgan um why can't i think of the character's name her name in the in riverdale she's the one she's in the biker gang yeah she's got like the really cool hair yeah she dates the 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 girl with the red hair yes yes you know i know who you're talking about, about. Yeah. yeah for my misha i chose anya Chal- chalotra she's in the witcher more looks Ooh. wise oh I feel this like, is yeah. exactly who i pictured like kind of how i pictured her to look um i haven't watched a ton of the witcher but i know her character is like very somber at least in the episodes i've seen so i don't know if she could be like this high energy misha mm-hmm. vibes but looks wise i thought she would be good so I don't have anyone for her, so. But I really like your guys' picks. I feel like they both do a good job. Can I tell you guys my pick for um, Septimus? Yeah. That's the guy that smokes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 
Um, Jamie Campbell Bauer from he was on Stranger Things. He plays the what's his bucket in it. This guy. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah. good. I can't think what his name is in the show, but I don't also feel like it's kind of a spoiler. So yeah, that's a good. Um, one. Yeah. Dang. I was picturing so he just has that kind of like. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I like love that. that. So that was good. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed listening about our thoughts on the serpents and the wings of the night we enjoyed reading the series it was fun to talk about fun fan cast if you guys have any fan casts that you guys want to anyone for perfect for rain or vincent yeah anyone we looked over let us know because on tiktok there's not a lot of fan casts so maybe we should we need to post one. we mm-hmm. should post our fan casts and mm-hmm. maybe we'll get some some i don't know some fan Action. casts out there yeah yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, we'll see you next week. Love ya. Bye. Bye.